Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get up, get up, get up. It's a get up show. Oh my goodness, it's that time of the week again for another, what is it, Simon Says? Simon Says podcast with the Get Up Show. <laughs> You know, it's been a whole week since we did one of these. You cannot possibly expect me to remember what we call this thing. Do you even know what number it is? 20-something. 27. Yeah, lucky number yeah. 27. All I don't right, think baby. the name's as important as anything else. <laughs> nah, we're here. I'm Sean, Charlie, and Maddie are here too, and we're doing this, dang it, because Maddie got a dead mouse in his washing machine, which makes me think that you have and, and you know I know you're not dirty because you smell nice you know I'm very sensitive <laughs> to smells yes and if you were a dirty person I would have smelled you and and you know kept my distance from you all these years which I don't you smell nice and, and he, he keeps his office fairly organized oh he and does stuff, so and so be, yeah I and, feel like you're a decently clean person yeah and to be clear I mean my wife is an obsessive cleaner so and then there's I, that <laughs> yeah now do I think that my laundry room is as clean as the rest of my house? No. Clearly not. But but <laughs> I'm still, it has been a nonstop argument. And we're doing that thing where it's like, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's probably, and I'll say to her, you know, well, your kid had some stuff on the floor and she's okay. like, yeah, and your so, kid brought these ca- clothes back from camp. and <laughs> Start at the beginning and tell us what happened. Basically... I went to go throw laundry in. I was mm-hmm. I did a load of laundry. I throw everything in the washing machine. I thought I smelled something, but now <laughs> I'm not sure if I smelled something before I put this certain pile of clothes in or not. You know, it's that's the big mystery to me. But I did pick some clothes off the floor and throw them in with the rest of this stuff. Ran a load, opened the door, and it was like getting hit in the face with smells. So you're supposed to be smelling clean laundry and instead you smelled I, Ew, don't say it. We know. <laughs> yeah, we know. exactly Dead what you would think. mouse. Pull out the first sheet and immediately, it wasn't like we had. I had to go, oh, what was, oh no, it just keeps getting worse and worse. First oh. sheet, pull it out and out drops a mouse. And it was for sure had been dead for a minute because it had been softened up some. Yeah. Well, that was my next question, and I hate to ask it, but were there, like, mouse parts all over the sheets? No. Okay, well, kind of. There was fur, and that, <laughs> that got me. That was, like, instant trigger. Like, I'm usually pretty solid when it comes to that stuff. Yeah, you that can one... handle gross things. You're the guy who doesn't mind 
roaches and things like no, that. No, but that that one that that instantly was a trigger for me. But so anyway, you know, I then washed everything again on the hottest hot I could ha- you know hot it. And how and at, how many mice were in that load? No. <laughs> Which is funny, I should have pulled everything back out. Right, but I was you like, didn't? I freaked out. No, and I just ran it again. Then oh. I pulled everything out, didn't dry it, ran a load of just these cleaning pellets that I got from Instagram <laughs> and with more hot water and then ran everything again on the hottest setting. Oh, so your dead mice are all super clean right now. Well, <laughs> so <laughs> I now know the look at the shine on the dead fur. But <laughs> I, it, the thing is, is that now I have taken the clothes out and we have full like I they are now out of the dryer and I smelled each thing like very carefully. Like I got mm-hmm. right in it, couldn't there wasn't any hint of the what had happened. <laughs> Huh. So, I, don't, I don't know. I feel like forever unclean with this. Yeah, me too, man. You got to get a new washing them. machine. Let me talk to your wife. Is she there? <laughs> no, and don't seriously though. And I mean, that's the thing. I don't. I can't get a new washing machine right now. I why? I don't mind throwing out a set of sheets, or you know, I had some shirts in there, but I, I I'm like, it, the, the machine is fine. Like, I've enough hot water has gone through it. It'll be okay. Yeah, I I wouldn't have to throw out the machine, but I would definitely have to cl- throw out any clothes that may have touched this thing. Wait, I, I didn't say I was going to, but I could see <laughs> I, I might do that. Look, I got can, my good shirts in there. You can get a washing machine super cheap, man. They they use, you know, used washing machines are like, I don't know, $2. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Is that wow, I, I had no idea. <laughs> I've got so many right now in my backyard. I could let you have two or three. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, man. Well, this is cool. Well, if they're in your backyard, they probably have mice in them, too. But speaking so, of, go ahead. Well, now you all are debating about where, whose fault it is that there was a dead mouse in the laundry. Yeah, well, now we're just keep kind of putting the blame on each other's children. You know, <laughs> she thinks that my child brought a dead mouse home from camp and just threw it yeah. in her wash. It was a souvenir. Right. And then I think <laughs> that her child's dirty clothes were sitting on the floor long enough that something crawled in there and died. Um, but neither one is, is, is bending on it. So, Right, and both make total sense. Mm-hmm. With teenagers yeah. in the house, anything could happen. Yeah, they're both disgusting. But, <laughs> Jeez, mice terrify me. I gotta hate mice. Even the little cute ones just, oh, they freak me out so bad. They're little invaders. They're little filthy. And you know, they don't have bladders, so they're constantly peeing on everything. Oh, and if you I see told- a mouse walking, they're peeing. I've told you all my mouse story before about the one that kept coming in and getting in my cabinets, right? I don't know. Well, it was, I lived in this house in Ardmore in Winston-Salem. It was one of those older houses. And I noticed in my food cabinet, which is an upper cabinet, that something was eating the snacks. And so obviously, obviously it was a mouse. So I didn't want to put poison in there and I didn't want to put anything in there like a trap that was going to kill him. Because I didn't want dead mouse in my food. Mm. So I got one of those ones that has the little trap door that they crawl into the back and then the door closes behind them and then they're just stuck in there and you take them outside, whatevs. So I got one of those, put a little peanut butter in the back of it. And about two days later, I hear it rattling around. I caught a mouse. (laughs) Yay, I caught him. I'm going to get him out. And I had gone around the house and I had squirted that foam stuff all over the kitchen anywhere that I thought that the mouse might be getting in. Mm-hmm. And so I take take him outside and I kind of open the little door and dump him out thinking he's just going to run away and be free. And he turns around, and looks at me and sits back on his haunches like, 
what are you doing, lady? I don't want to be out here. <laughs> I wasn't hey, done so, with that peanut butter yet. <laughs> yeah, so what's going on in those cabinets? You want to get some more Triscuits or what? <laughs> I was like, I thought he was going to start talking like Stuart Little, the way he was just looking at me like, what? What's going like, on? You Why know, you I can here? make Triscuit pizzas, right? You see, you've got the recipe <laughs> on the box. Dude, oh, wait, hold up. Has anyone ever done that? Seriously. What, pizza? Yeah, uh, I mean, you can't just throw that out there. And I know it's completely off topic, but not once in my life have I ever made some sort of fun hors d'oeuvre out of a Triscuit. You have? No. no. Not See, cute little hors d'oeuvres. I mean, I'll, I'll slap some stuff on top of it. They're really good with egg salad, but I've never made the little- But a Triscuit pizza. What a weird thing to say. Triscuit and egg salad. Well, that's are. a weird thing to say. They're delicious, that's, though. I'm telling you. That's weirder than making a pizza on it? Yeah. <laughs> Who's sitting there going, well, it's a flat surface. Better put some sauce and cheese. I got a pizza. <laughs> well, yeah. No, I like Triscuits just like they are because they're so plain. You know, I have that thing where I like plain things. Yeah, yes. they're like shredded wheat, but crackers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what cut, I like. Cut your plain. mouth all up. I want them plain as I can get them. We had a mouse in one of my filthy, horrible apartments in Raleigh. We had two in a row, my roommate Sean and I. That's a weird thing, isn't it? But anyway, we had two um, awful apartments in a row, and in one of them, this is bad, he drank um, coffee with sugar in it, and instead of having a sugar bowl, he just had the bag of sugar, and it didn't affect me because I drink my coffee black. Right. But he he would be drinking the coffee in the morning, he'd take a sip, and then he'd be going... (laughs) Because there was something in there. Yeah. And this went on for a while. And then we realized after some time that the mouse had been going in and out of that sugar bag, and you know what he was leaving in that bag while he was getting in there getting him a sweet snack. He didn't see the little bitty. Well, it's droppings. the same color as the coffee. No, not <laughs> you get up, not you get up early in the morning, and it's still dark, and you're dumping the sugar in your coffee. Nah, you don't even you don't notice that. Turn but on that, a light, kid. Come that on. That went on for a while, man. Oh, gross. Yeah. Talk yeah, about, though, you know, the nice thing is that unwittingly, he increased his tolerance and his um, inability to get sick. Like, he, yeah, he, he is, is currently immune to the coronavirus. Yeah, for sure. And, and he's now king of the mice. <laughs> yeah. It's like, the, it's like the nutcracker. He gets to come out and dance with them. <laughs> but you said something about throwing your shirts away. And that reminded me, I have a very small rotation because, you know, when we had an office full of people and I was interacting with people, even though, you know, there's nothing going on, you still want to dress to impress. You still want to look right every day. Well, be clear. You still want to. Well, yeah. Some of us us dress to be comfortable, but that's fine. Well, yeah, yeah, you know, I dress the way I dress, button downs and khakis and slip on loafers every day of life. Right. But um, in this day and age where we don't run into people anymore, I have a very small rotation. Plus, I've lost all this weight, and so my my giant clown pants are way, (laughs) way too big anymore. And And heaven forbid you go shopping. Eh. But anyway, so... I've got just this tight little group of clothes that I wear over and over and over. And you just said something about throwing your shirts away. I don't know what I would do if I lost this little rotation of like six or seven shirts and five or six pants that I'm going through over and over. I have stacks. Like I have t-shirts for days, which is obvious because that's I wear a lot of t-shirts. But I have like my work, like 
my nicer t-shirts. I have my undershirts. I have <laughs> my work in the yard shirts. I had like, and these were the, the, like my white plain t-shirts that I just started kind of wearing just to mix it up because it was so hot. And so these I can afford to lose. There's a, like the, the fruit of the loom. They were your plain white tees? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd throw them out in a heartbeat if I had to. But it was it wouldn't have hurt me, you know, mm-hmm. shirt wise, but I see what you're saying. So this leads me to a question, Sean. Hmm. You um your thing has always been to send your laundry out. You don't do your own laundry. Are you still doing that? You know, I just did it for the first time since all this started, you know, because I I don't I'm not doing as much i'm not using as much but yeah i went and saw my friends um at the village laundry the other day i had all my stuff done oh wow did they even recognize you since you've lost weight since the last time you were there do you know it was as if i had never left (laughs) oh hey man norm (laughs) yeah it was it was just like i I was i was in there last week okay but my dry cleaner guy dry cleaner guy on the other hand He's got sad stories, man. He's he's having a rough time over there. They're, they've right. got a, they got a pay first policy now, and every time I talk to him, he, he tells me how bad it is and how long it's going to take for things to get better. I hate to hear that. God, well, man, I, because if people are working from home, if they normally worked in an office and now they're working from home, they're not wearing business clothes, so well, they don't I need am. them dry cleaned. I'm still getting my shirts, you know, dry you're, cleaned and stuff. You're yep. just, but you're weird. Um, you're no one else office. is. Yeah. <laughs> You're not, yeah, for no, no one else is like, I still got to look good for me. I mean, (laughs) it's, it is for me, 100%. And if I happen to stop at the store, which is rare. (laughs) So, what, what is this thing you had about the rock bands, the songs that they play most in concert? Why don't you give the bands and see if we can guess the songs? How many do you have? You have enough to do that? Yeah, I think I got like 10 or so. Oh, cool. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not one to hold on. Ah, okay. Sorry, mm. I was scrolling. Okay, uh, we'll start with ACDC. Back in black. Um, You shook me all night long. Neither of you are right. I don't even know this song. <gasps> what? The, J- the Jack. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know that song. Do yeah, you? Yeah, the Jack. Yeah, I don't know that. I don't, it, they played that. slow and bluesy. Yeah, one thousand seven hundred forty-six times, uh, approximately. Wow. Gee whiz. Um, so let's do Guns and Roses. Wait, have Charlie. you guys ever seen ACDC in concert? No, no, I haven't either. And didn't wow. Axl Rose fill in for them? Yeah, he did. He was their singer for a while while uh, um, Brian, Brian Johnson was having his ears taken care of. Put, and now Brian is number. doing better, and he's coming back, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. All right. So Guns and Roses. Welcome to the Jungle. Uh, sweet child of mine. It was Welcome to the Jungle 921 times. Yay. Wow. Uh, Motley Crue. Charlie, girls, 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 girls. Nope. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say Home Sweet Home. No, Shout at the Devil. Oh, huh? wow, okay. 1,375 times. Um, here's the one that was the most played song of any band on the list. Alice Cooper. School's out? 18. School's out. 18 was second. Huh. Uh, here you go. Nickelback. <laughs> oh, my God. How you remind me. <laughs> yeah, yes. I'm not participating <laughs> in the Nickelback question. Hey! Um, and then the last one I'll give you is Van Halen. Oh, jump. Uh, let's see. I'm going to say... 
Oh, gosh. Oh, wait. Wait a minute. Is it? On top of the world. On top of the world. No. I'm going to say hot for teacher. <laughs> no, actually, a tie between Ain't Talking About Love and You Really Got Me, both tw- oh, 1,224 gotcha. times. Wow, neat. And it, uh, David Lee Roth, or now he's just David L. Roth, right. he said they're never going to do it again. He said that Eddie is in such bad shape now that they're never going to do it again. Oh, no, I thought sad. he was in such bad shape back at, like, for, he's been in bad shape, and they just kept being like, nah, he's fine, he's fine. No. Yeah. You know, and David Lee would phases. love he would love to go out and do that again. You All know right. he would. He loves attention. So I, I yeah. think that it's, it's it's less about wanting to give the fans what they want and more about Mr. L. Roth wanting to get his his kicks and his stretches in on stage. Look, he could get attention all he wants. All he's got to do is go to Asia where he's he's a god. Do you yeah. ever see that that little movie he did where he was like a ninja kung fu master and all he wanted was a bottle of milk and he had to go in and kill his whole room full of assassins no what he just wanted milk and he went in and they they said something smart to him i couldn't understand it of course because it was in japanese Mm. and somebody said something smart to him and so he disrobed down to like a weenie bikini and then he (laughs) killed everybody in the room and then drank his milk Oddly enough, that wasn't a movie. That was actual life. That was a security camera. <laughs> oh. Someone was just filming. <laughs> yeah. That is that is his life, man, for but sure. Oh, you gosh. ain't got no more rock bands? Uh, yeah, I mean, we could do Def Leppard. Um, step Inside, Walk This Way, You and Me, Baby, Hey, Hey. <laughs> no. Um, um, rock of Ages. Rock of Ages is number one. Photograph number two. Very closely behind. See, here's it. something. Here's something I realized through part of this is that you have to go older because uh-huh. some of their like was Shout at the Devil. Even though Girls, Girls, Girls was a bigger hit, Shout at the Devil came out first, so they've been playing it longer, more times. Was that off the? Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. Do you know what my mom told me? Has told what? me the last few times I t- I got to call her today. By the way, geez, I let it go too long in between calls to her. Um. The last few times I've talked to her, she told me about this interview show with Joe, what's his name, from Def Leppard? Joe Elliott. Joe Elliott from Def Leppard. She said, you really need to watch this interview show where Joe Elliott is um, interviewing Brian Johnson from ACDC because Joe Elliott looks just like you. And I'm like, (laughs) what? He what? He really does. The, his facial expressions and when he's listening, when other people are talking, I really want you to watch that. Do you have that channel? And I'm like, it's like Axis or whatever. Uh-huh. N- no. And then the next time I talk to her, she says, have you found a way to watch that Joe Elliott interview? Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. You know, because people will say, oh, you have the mannerisms of so-and-so and you like this. I had to go back and try to find... I don't even know what if I can think of what Joe Elliott looks like. He's got both. He's like got that. both arms, right? Yeah, yes. he's not that guy. He does he does have both arms? Yes. You got any more? <laughs> uh, no. I mean, Green Day. Uh, Dookie. No. Basket Isn't that just case. the album? No, I don't know. Long I just view. wanted to say Dookie. Uh, and we'll do, oh, Kiss. Rock and roll all night, party every day. Yes. So, Boom! I got so one. Gotta I got one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, other than that, it's mostly like newer bands, and it didn't go too deep because it was like a, a rock website. But um, I'm trying to think of this bit, like a certain bands where you expect them to play, like they have to play this one song, or uh-huh. you hope that they're going to play that one song. And it's like, 
Can you imagine playing the same song 2,784 times? Especially if you're one of these bands like ACDC that's been around since the early 70s. Yeah, well, yeah. think about like Alice Cooper. Yeah. And maybe that's why, What's what was he selling? Like, what was the most, that crazy... Chocolate milk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alice Cooper brand chocolate milk. It's <laughs> still so ridiculous that when you picture that he was the guy, like... A lot of people, like Marilyn Manson, credits Alice Cooper for yeah. why right. he's so the weird and theatrical. slipped on the dark Satan. And I remember it's my chocolate so milk, guys. My cousins are like about eight years older than me, or something, and they were very into like really cool, like Queen and and mm-hmm. Alice Cooper, and you know all those bands. And I remember them having this Alice Cooper album where he's on the front with all his makeup on and this great big snake, and it's just like, oh god, this guy's so scary. You know, it's like it's almost like you wish you could time travel all the like I'm sure there was plenty of like Satanist lawsuits against him. Like you taught my children about the devil. And of course. it's like they go now and he's he walks in with his wide rimmed hat and his golf shirt and yeah. his you know, his golf pants and he's drink, sipping his hot you know, his chocolate milk and he's like, No, no, seriously though. <laughs> Look but, at me you now. You know, it's it's so interesting. I heard a real cool interview with him where he was just an art student kind of guy. Yeah. And he was a writer. You know, he, he fell into all this. He just wanted to be weird, and he couldn't play music, and neither could his friends, and they just kind of got on stage and made noise, and they just made it up as they went along, and they did the theatrical stuff to get attention, and that's how they did it. They they started opening up for bands who could really play music, and they learned to play as they went along. They were awful. That's and amazing. Yeah. As they went along, they got more theatrical, and they got more attention for doing weird things and it became their bit and then they got huge off of it why didn't i have that like we kind of do (laughs) i'm not that weird and i wish oh man i can only dream to have my own chocolate milk at some point but i I, that would be awesome you can't drink it look don't worry about what i can and can't do (laughs) i'll make it extra scary then but uh, you know i I just think it's so neat when you hear stories like that on how people got their start or how that happened. I think that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just kind of making it up as you go. And yeah, it, I still well, the Ramones and the Sex Pistols were the same thing. They couldn't play. You know, the Beastie Boys. I just I've been obsessed with them ever since I watched that movie and read their book. Well, listened to their book on tape. But the whole thing about how their first tour was Madonna, and like part huh. of their whole persona that frat boy rock thing yeah. really was they just wanted to make every Madonna fan hate them enough to the point that they would remember them kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It and worked. It, yeah, exactly. I mean, that couldn't have been a worse fit. They showed a picture like and these were the and these were the people coming to see us and it was all 13-year-old girls dressed as Madonna. Well, that's that's like when Prince opened up for the Rolling Stones and got booed off stage and that's like when Jimi Hendrix opened up for the Monkees. Oh, the Monkees. You know? I know. All, all right. those yeah. mismatched things that just made well, music history. The first time I ever saw Alice in Chains, they opened for Extreme. Wow. <laughs> I went to see Extreme, and I was just like, who are these dirty guys? <laughs> Do you guys remember, like, people think it's cool to hear stories about people that we've met. Do you remember anybody coming along that you met on their way up, and you thought it's just not going to happen, and then they proved you wrong? I'll, I'll tell you my story. I don't know if I've ever told this one on on the podcast or not. When I was in Virginia Beach, we had a bunch of young guys come in, and 
they were absolutely just fresh-faced children, and only one of them acted like a star at all. And um, he was getting a massage standing in the lobby of the radio station. Wow. And, and, and they went and did a little performance at the mall. And then we all went to the Japanese steakhouse. And I sat with them and ate with them. And we laughed and talked. And at the end, I said, man, those guys are so sweet. It's a shame they're never going to make it. And they were the Backstreet Boys. Oh, wow. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Good thing you weren't directing their career. Well, that's that's one I missed, but no. they were they were great. And AJ was the one who was acting like a star. He was wearing oh, his yeah. sunglasses inside, and he had his little facial hair and his hat on sideways. And one of the bodyguards was giving him a rub down in in the lobby of the radio station. But you know, they it was back before they were anything. They didn't. I don't even think they had a single out yet. But the the guy Lou Pearlman was running them all up and down the road, right. Right, taking sure. them to, to play in lobbies and stuff. Matchbox 20 did that same thing, but when they did it, I was like, oh my God, these guys are the next thing. These guys yeah. are awesome. Yeah, I don't think there was ever a case where, I, I mean, I've seen them before they went so big that they couldn't fit, you know, like you could never see them in a club again, but I don't yeah. think I've ever, I've never had a case that I can clearly remember. I do remember uh, Big Mo from 102, he was saying about how you know this guy used to call him all the time and harass him and say, "Come on, when you play my stuff, play my stuff." And he was like, "No, man, I, I just don't think he got it." Blah blah blah. And it was Post Malone. Oh, oh no way! Yeah, and so I okay, love so Posty. Well, and that's the thing is like sometimes you just don't realize. Oh yeah, yeah. Now I see it. No like, kidding. Yeah. Wow, that's so um, neat. So I'm trying to think. I mean, I don't have a story like that where it was like I thought somebody was not good and then they um, became huge. But I will say, like, the cool thing when I worked in Myrtle Beach was that we'd get these bands that are like on their first tour opening for somebody at the House of Blues. And so we'd get them from the very beginning. And so bands like Shinedown yeah. from the like you know they didn't they were just their very first tour walking in. Oh, we put this song out. It might be good, you know. And now. They're huge, and they played there so many times. Like we became friends. So yeah. if I were to see them on the street now, I think they would still know who I was. You know, it's and, you weird. Know, you think that? But <laughs> well, <laughs> which is that's what I said. I think, but I have, I was literally have seen them enough times. I mean, I'm going to say they played there like 15 times, and they always came to the radio station and hung out, and you know things like that. So. I, I mean, unless unless they were really drunk, I think they would still remember me. God, do you think about seeing them before they were really big and really famous? I used to love going to Ziggy's back at the old spot in Winston. Yeah. And, you know, they had floor to ceiling of their old uh, calendars. Like, they used mm-hmm. to have those big, big, you know, month calendars. Um I'm like glad a I flyer, just, but they I, that they put out of Yeah, but they had a big version of it. It was like a giant, you know, like... It would be like July with big squares okay. with the bands and stuff. And you would look yeah. over that and it would be like, you got to be kidding me that these bands, like I saw Moby there and that was right before Moby was doing like, he was in the middle of doing stadiums. Did everybody think it was you? Yeah, it, was, it, it got real weird. Like, how are you on stage and you're right here in the crowd? Which is which? Hey, wait a minute. Hey. Oh, wait, this one's eating bacon. It, this is the fake Moby. This must be Maddie. But- you know, I, I that I love. Like, I wish they still had some of those. Didn't it's they fun have to a go wall? Back and s- yeah. Didn't it's they have an autograph wall? See, what do you, 
Oh, maybe. Um, in the in the up in the liquor bar, I think is where they let people maybe autograph and stuff. In the green room, I think they also had people sign that, and I don't know sure. if they kept any of that stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. When they got rid of the old Ziggies, what happened to the autograph wall? Where did that end up? Is that in somebody's house? I don't know. Mm. See, they at the station I worked at in DC. I I got there after they had already moved to a new building, but there was a legendary autograph wall wall that they had. Oh, that and station I guess, you killed. Yeah, that I helped kill. Thank you very much. <laughs> but that they said that when they moved, everyone was pissed because they just did, they demoed everything, and they're like, "This entire wall is autographed by like the who's who of music." Yeah, and they didn't even think to keep it, which was a bummer. Okay, totally. how about how about um, crazy town names? Oh, okay. Uh, these are somebody made up a list. Of who they thought, what the they thought there were like the weirdest town names uh, around the country. And you think they messed up on North Carolina town names? Yeah. So, for instance, Booger Hollow, Arkansas, um, <laughs> not to be con- confused with Booger Hole, West Virginia. <laughs> no, uh, don't confuse. They get mad, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this y- ain't Booger Hole. <laughs> it's Booger Hollow. Booger stupid. Hollow. Um, we also have Paint Lick, Kentucky. Um, Accident, Maryland. Mm-hmm. Uh, Satan's Kingdom, Massachusetts. Wow. Uh, Dumber, New Hampshire. <laughs> um, handsome- Wait a minute. Did you ever been there? You're from New Hampshire. You know anything about Dumber? No, nah, I didn't know Dumber. I grew up in Durham. That was close, but not quite the same. Uh, there was yeah. Handsome Eddie, New York. <laughs> um, I like that. But what, <laughs> for North Carolina, they did Why Not. Yeah, I know about Why Not. But Where I was they- like... That? I don't know where Why Not North Carolina is. But I, I always feel like there's, I mean, they skipped over Climax, Horny Town. Mm-hmm. Okay, just because, you, just because they make you giggle like a 12-year-old boy doesn't mean they're the most unusual names. Because Why Not is pretty unusual. Well, it is. Remember I told you all about that place on the Eastern Shore that used to be called Horse Hole because a, a horse drowned oh, in yeah. a hole there. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, then you might like Chicken Bristle, Illinois, or <laughs> or <laughs> Elephant Butte, New Mexico, or possibly Plenty Bears, South Dakota. <laughs> I like ironically, all of them. Ironically, not a lot of bears. Um, um, in Indiana, there's a town called Gnawbone. Oh, Wow. Trying to think. Do you? <laughs> when you go there, <laughs> I think you have to. You could famous go to, for ribs. You could go to Zap, North Dakota, or Ding Dong, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I want to live in Ding Dong, Texas. That's funny. That's one where you just wonder, like, what was the town charter? Like, you know, we finally did it. We got all of us together, and here we are. All right, Mister Ding. Yes, Mister Dong. What are we going to do? <laughs> But yeah, I don't care what you call it. I don't care if you call it ding dong. I'm serious this time. And, and All right, you then, heard the man. And you heard him. Stuck. <laughs> I like that it was just, there's a frog eye Alabama, and they didn't even pluralize it. There's just like maybe a just, story, but there's one eye. <laughs> one frog with one eye. I wonder if it has to, you know, there's that frog eye salad. Maybe it has to do with that. Maybe they're famous yeah. for their frog eye salad. Could be. Which yeah. doesn't have very much frog in it, by the way. Don't get disappointed. Don't. It's not like you went to the ACDC concert and they didn't play that song. Oh wait, what about eyes? Are there any eyes in it? Oh yeah, uh, full yeah. of eyes. Oh yeah, non- <laughs> it's, it's all like eyes. every bite. <laughs> the Jack. 
ACDC didn't play the jack, sorry. Yeah. I was scrolling. <laughs> There's a new, you know how we've argued before about whether pineapple should be on pizza? Yeah. yeah. What do you? And I can't remember where we stand on that. I'm for it. I like it with Canadian bacon. You know, and I usually will tell you guys that that shouldn't be on there because we have to have, you know, dissent. I've told you guys before for the show. Right, we, we can't all agree on the yeah, same thing. We have to have dissent. But if it's got a nice, you know, nice sharp tomato sauce on it, I, you know, I'll eat it. I don't mind that. I don't mind a Canadian bacon and, and pineapple pizza. But there's one online now where somebody has just screwed up too bad and they probably should be beaten. It's Fruity Pebbles pizza. What? Yeah. I think there's a point where somebody just puts something on a pizza and they say, hey, what do you think about this weird combo? Like, Yeah, like that one with the kiwis. Yeah. Ew. Yes. Yes. Yeah, look, here's some some motor oil. Oh, isn't that weird? <laughs> so how are we doing the Fruity Pebble pizza? It's just a pizza covered in Fruity Pebbles. Is there cheese? Yeah, under the Fruity Pebbles, but you can't see it because it's all covered in Fruity Pebbles. Mm, no. I wonder if I could say Fruity Pebbles again, Fruity Pebbles. <laughs> Pebble Fruities. It wouldn't have any crunch to it, would it? They'd probably get soggy and then it'd just be like sweet ah, pizza. That's a yeah, good you'd point. have to eat it real quick because, exactly, Fruity Pebbles get soggy fast. But you're, you're allowing yourself the possibility that you would eat that. No. I, I think I'd at least put it in my mouth and try it. Now, it would be good as, you know, those fruit pizzas that they make with the cream no. cheese and the sweet and the stuff. That would be good. That's called a cheesecake, and that's okay. I know. That's exactly. all right. <laughs> yeah, that kiwi one made me mad. I think that yeah. was just a case of something like, hey, I'm going to put grapes on too, it. Kiwis are too tart. They're too strong. I, I don't, don't like think kiwis in general. Good. Oh, I like kiwi, man. You know what you do with kiwi? You slice it thin, uh-huh. and then you place it on a large platter, and then you put that in the freezer, and then you use that as a palate cleanser between courses. No, uh, that hurts. That hurts my teeth. Though. That's assuming that your freezer has space in it for such a platter, and that your <laughs> freezer a large platter in their freezer isn't so stuffed that you can't see light when you open your freezer door, like mine. <laughs> Mine's full of pork right now. Yeah, it is. <laughs> All right. Listen, I think that's about it, ain't it? Is sure. It? Yeah. All right. We all got to hey. get going and go to Boring Oregon. <laughs> You've got a Boring Oregon. Wow. So remember to share and like and subscribe and ping pong and ding dong. And we'll try to do this again real, real soon on the Simon Says Podcast. Charlie, parting parting words and thoughts? Um, pineapple on pizza, yes. Uh, the other person? If you at any point feel like there could be something dead in your laundry, just stop what you're doing and shake everything out. Don't just keep moving forward. <laughs> Don't keep washing. Yeah, just stop. All right, man. Next time. <laughs> Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.